Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about reasons why it can be difficult to pray. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're talking about some of the difficulties we face when it comes to prayer. And we're not going to resolve all of these difficulties. We simply don't have time. But sometimes it helps just to put a name on a problem. You might have an aha moment where you can put your finger on what's been holding you back from a life of prayer without ceasing as we're commanded in scripture to have. So what keeps us from talking with God the way we should? Well, some of our difficulty might stem simply from our struggle to build a relationship with God. Number one, we might believe that prayer is unnecessary, maybe because God already has a plan for my life. He knows my strengths. He knows my weaknesses. He knows all that I am. He made me all that I am and gave me all that I have. So we might be tempted to wonder, why does he want me to talk to him? Or maybe I think that prayer is unnecessary because everything seems to be going pretty well. Maybe I think I can do it all on my own. But listen to what James writes in James chapter 5, verse 13. He says, is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let him sing songs of praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. James says in every circumstance, prayer is necessary. We have to understand that if we're going to pray without ceasing as we're commanded. Difficulty number two, you know, maybe we don't pray the way described in the New Testament because we don't understand the results of prayer. I don't understand completely how God works. I see that miracles aren't being performed today in the same way they were when the New Testament was written. He works in ways that aren't always apparent. But prayer is just one of the many things that I use without completely understanding it. I do it every day. I drive in a car where at best I know how to change the oil and put on a spare tire. I use a camera right now that's recording using technology I can't even begin to explain. We use all sorts of things that we don't completely understand. Why? Well, because we need them. They're necessary for something, and prayer is the same. Prayer is necessary, and even if I don't completely understand it, I have to use it. In Matthew chapter 7, Jesus is recorded saying, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Jesus says, Ask, seek, knock. Not necessarily understand. Our prayers should be based on all the understanding we can have through the word of God. But they're also based on the humility that we come to God, not because we understand his love, not because we understand his power, but because we need him. Number three, maybe we don't pray because we don't enjoy it. We don't make it a priority. Maybe we recognize we ought to pray, but that guilt isn't quite enough, quite severe enough to motivate us to action. And it's not something we enjoy doing, so we don't make the time. 
Paul writes, though, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. God wants to talk to you. And he says that this should be a priority in your life. We should be rejoicing and praying continually. Now, to be clear, rejoicing doesn't always mean that all of our reasons to pray are enjoyable. Think to Jesus praying in the garden before his crucifixion, and you'll see how difficult prayer can be. But Jesus knew that when life gets difficult, when life gets desolate, when life gets hard, you talk to the Father. The simple truth is that we make time for what's important to us, and we have to decide, is spending time communicating with our Father important? And if it is, we have to make our thoughts match our actions. Jesus spent hours in prayer because he recognized that it was important to communicate with his Father. Maybe it's out of sheer force of will, but rebuild that relationship of communication with the Father if you want to be close to him. Difficulty number four is a sense of unworthiness. I think this one holds us back more than we might even realize. Too often, we don't pray because we feel we aren't living our lives in a way worthy of having a direct line to our Father. We ask even if it's on a a subconscious level, how dare a person like me go to him? Are we hypocrites if we pray when we're struggling with sin? Thank God that he gave us a clear and simple answer to that question. No, hypocrisy would be when we approach God feeling that we are worthy of being in his presence. God hears us and he loves us even when we have stopped listening and loving him. Prayer is our avenue to approach God and plead for forgiveness because each day I am reminded in a new and unique way of how I don't measure up to his glory. I need my father's mercy. And as the father was waiting for the prodigal son, when I get lost, when I run away, my heavenly father is waiting for me to come home. When you're struggling with sin, let God help you. Don't pull away from him when you need him most. Number five, we don't pray continually because we feel like God hasn't answered our prayers in the past. Are we talking to a wall? Is anyone on the other end of this conversation? James promised us that the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. But I've prayed earnestly in faith, and I did not receive what I wanted. Yet we've prayed fervently, repeatedly, and with all we had to offer. And yet all of the the effort of a doctor and all of our prayers, people still get sick and die. After all of our hard work and our prayers, we lose jobs. After all of our concern and our prayers, relationships break. Hasn't God promised to answer prayers of faith? Then why didn't he? Over the past month, I've been reading through the Psalms. And one of the things that jumped out to me is that for every psalm of joy and thanksgiving, there's one of anger, disappointment. There were times when the psalmists were angry. Anger is allowed. God can handle our anger. But through that anger, the other thing I notice in the psalms is that the writers knew that God still loved them. He hadn't deserted them, even if it felt like it. And they never left him. If we could only learn one thing from the Bible, it would be that God loves us, even when it doesn't seem like it. 
Pray with that knowledge that even when you can't see how or why God is working for your good, that he is stronger, that he is wiser, and he is more loving than we can even fathom, and he knows what he's doing. Difficulty number six, and finally, this one might be the hardest to recognize, but it's the one that might be holding us back the most. We don't pray because we're truly afraid that God could answer. What happens when God does respond? What happens when I pray that I need the strength and the wisdom to know his will and he shows it to me, but I don't like it? Am I truly ready to fully submit my life to him? Am I willing to sacrifice my self-interest for him? Most of the time, we probably aren't even aware of these reservations. We say we want to be like Jesus. We say we want to take up our cross and follow him. But what happens when God answers? What happens when he demands my sacrifice? What happens when he says, I need to die for his gospel? Pray that God will give you the wisdom to see his will and pray also for the strength you'll need to carry it out. Prayer is our direct line to talk to our creator, our savior, and our redeemer. So study the scriptures, reflect on what is holding you back from praying continually so that you can have that relationship of communication that Christ offered us. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily, and I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and want to make sure that others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.